0: Get the free guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. This segment of our podcast is called The Check-In, where we both update you guys on where we've been traveling and life updates in 60 seconds or less before we get into the episode. What's up, guys? It's Joy, and I am packing for Thailand as we speak. my flight is at midnight so I am about to eat some dinner and then head out to the airport after I finish a little bit of work I have to do for my finals because finals are literally right when I get back from Thailand so I'm so excited we're going to Bangkok and uh, we're gonna have so many stories in our next episode um, in the check-in and then probably next season we'll do a full episode on the whole trip but Thanks guys so much. Make sure you leave a review on the podcast if you haven't already because you've been coming back and we need your reviews. So I'll talk to you guys next week.
1: Hey everyone, it's Janelle checking in and I'm on my way to Thailand. This is about to be the longest flight of my life, partly because of poor planning and then just like some last minute changes. Um, I didn't plan on coming home at first originally so my flight was purchased from school so I have to drive back down to school then fly to New York then fly from New York to Singapore then Singapore to Bangkok and I really won't get there for like a day and a half so pray for me y'all. Hey guys, welcome to Melanin and Miles. And this week we want to talk about how to plan a trip to anywhere in the world. It could be domestic or international. It could be a weekend trip or a three-week sabbatical. (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like there you can always just kind of like book a trip with any company like that you can find online but sometimes the cheaper way to do it and more fun way to do it is to just book it yourself so we'll go through and talk about like how to pick a destination how to find like transportation accommodation how to make an itinerary budgeting etc
0: Ooh, this one gonna be
1: good (laughs) hey guys hey so (laughs) so how do we pick a destination like you're trying to make this really nice trip. Mm, that's
0: a good thing. There's a lot of factors you should
1: consider. So we
0: have a few that I'm going to list out for you guys. So first is like, what do you want? Do you want a beach? Do you want a city? You want adventure, relaxation and like where? what destinations have that? So, so say you want a beach, you want to really think about like the time of year. Like you don't want to go to Bali during like rainy season. So you want to really match the location with like the weather time of year and you you can easily find out by just searching, like, what's the best time of year to visit? Blank. Some destinations are, it's like all year is like great to visit, but some it's like sometimes it's too hot, sometimes it's too cold, sometimes it's extreme weather, like hurricanes, or I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. want to make sure you're going to be there and like not have your plans canceled just because of the weather and all that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, another thing with choosing the destination is your budget. So, the biggest things you're going to pay for like your flight and your hotel slash accommodations. And sometimes the best way to go about this, we're going to get more into budget later, but just as like saying like, this is how much I want to spend maximum. And then like trying, really trying not to go over that because you're going to see tons of things that are really expensive or might put you over the budget, but there's always an alternative option. Next is like distance. So sometimes staying domestically is more expensive than like traveling internationally, especially in the US. Like I've paid up to like $500 to travel in the U.S. And then I've had like round trip flights outside of the U.S. for like in the 300s, 200s. So don't limit yourself based on like, oh, that place is far. So, oh, that place is far. So therefore it's expensive.
1: Yeah. And then also, like if price isn't really your issue, like I would go based off, of, I mean, like go based off of like how comfortable you are with distance as well. Like if you want to stay in the States, that's fine. But if you have the opportunity to go somewhere like super far like Bali or wherever do this well. Mm -hmm. It's up to you. Personal preference.
0: Yep and think about if you want to do group or solo travel. If you're going in a group is it going to be with your family, with your friends? Is it for an occasion? And like you know it might be cheaper or just more convenient to do either or depending on what you guys plan out. Honestly like being just smart about each of these things can make your plan either a lot more expensive or a lot cheaper and this episode is all about how to make it cheaper and lastly, um, length of visit, um, how long are you are going to be there? So if you have a job, how long can you take off? Do you have any breaks coming up if you're a student? If you, um, you know, just really need to relax, are you taking off longer, et cetera, et cetera. And lastly, with your destination, I'm throwing this in just because when I went to Brazil, I had to get these, I had to get immunizations and I'm like, do not like needles. So like I was like, for me to go to Brazil, I have to be there for like longer than a week because I'm getting like five shots (laughs) to go here. So just make sure you know what like immunizations you need. Make sure you know if there's any like travel alerts for like safety or different diseases that are there. And just make sure you know everything about the destination that you're going to.
1: And so once you have all that figured out and you can find a destination, the next like super important thing to look at is like how you're actually going to get there. And there are several different options. You don't always have to fly unless it's like an obviously like a far destination may have to, but there's, you can always, always take like a bus and there's several bus companies out there like Greyhound, Mega um, Flix Bus. They're all in the States. But then there's also like Eurolines. This goes throughout Europe. And I'm sure there's other bus companies for like every continent out there that you can take.
0: <laughs> yes, and, like, I'm <laughs> sure there are. Just like, you know, use Google and like Pinterest or like to
1: see what the best options are out there. Yeah. And the bus is super cheap. So like and then if you're also not comfortable with the bus, there's always the train as well. Amtrak is super useful in the States. And then Europe Trains are also really nice and comfortable. Do you have any like specific train that you like, Joy?
0: I can't remember. I know in Spain, we, there's like, like each country kind of has their own train. Like Italy had a few like Italian rail or something. Spain yeah. had some. Um, and then there's like a general one that went, that went between Europe. So, you yeah, know. Yeah, so they're like
1: Eurorail, something like that. Is that a yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There,
0: like there's like aggregator sites where it's kind of like searching for a flight where like all the different companies will come up in their prices. So if you just search
1: like train between this city and that city, like all the prices should come up. Yep. And then for flights, I have highly suggest tracking flights. Like once you know where you want to go, just like put a Google alert on like that destination for like Google flights or whatever. Or like whatever. If you don't use Google flights, like whichever website that you use to find flights, set up an alert for it because I can guarantee you like there will always be like some type of cheap flight out time.
0: Yeah. And if you like are new to like lane travel or just like don't know how to finesse, look out for our episode that's like dedicated to airlines and airports. Um just because it goes way more in depth than
1: we are going in the- episode yeah and then so now that we've kind of like mentioned like all the ways on how to get to where you want to go um like what's like the best way to like find accommodation where's oh actually before we get to that I also want to mention for flights getting trip insurance so me personally I have never purchased like any type of trip insurance for my flight
0: I have (laughs) yeah I mean yeah I get it for like sketch airlines or airlines I've never flown before also like I just found out that like my job has like travel insurance for all of its employees so like I don't if I end up working continue working here like I don't have to ever buy trip insurance again so see if you're like your yeah. job has like if you like have a job where you're traveling a lot your like employer might already have trip insurance for like the employees that are traveling
1: yeah and then also just kind of look into like your general insurance because sometimes like you can have some like I think you said you had like insurance on your camera joy yeah like when you're traveling
0: mm-hmm. so think about like if you don't want to buy trip insurance but like say you know you're traveling with like a really expensive camera maybe don't insure your trip but insure the camera or something like that or if you just like you have things that you're going to be traveling within your bags that you don't want to lose like just you know for me it's always safer than sorry like if I'm spending like hundreds of dollars on this trip or even thousands and then the trip insurance is like under 50 bucks like I'm willing to do it but some people you know that 50 bucks is like a dinner so they are not going to do it it's all up to you
1: (laughs) yeah okay so now moving on from like transportation how do we actually find like accommodation like do you stay in a hotel airbnb hostel and Mm I like Airbnb music hotel.
0: I stayed in a few hostels, but like after like being a student, I'm not that again. (laughs) Once I'm out of college, like I'm not going to be like search for hostels. Like I'm just being totally honest. But like, you know, what's the difference for those people who are new to this travel lifestyle?
1: So, I mean, personally, I like hostels. But what a hostel is basically like large dorm, pretty much, I guess, with like several beds in a room with like like anyone can book one of the beds and it could be a mixed hostel where it's like people of like different sexes all staying in the same room or it could be like it could be an all-female hostel and it's just like or all-female room and it's just like women in one room but and it can also be like a youth hostel where it's like younger people like from like 18 to 25 or something like that in a room It's just like depends the type of hostel you book but it's a great way to meet new people other travelers and then just like also sometimes locals and just kind of like figure out what's going around going on in the area but then like Airbnb and hotels is also really nice like choice said like you can live very comfortably depending mm-hmm. how nice the hotel or Airbnb is if you're traveling in groups like large groups I definitely recommend Airbnb that's probably yeah. like the best way and to you, like, do split that
0: the, split the money you have like a private kitchen private bathrooms you don't have to share space with anyone like you know yeah it's a lifestyle yeah but my Airbnb in Italy when I see my family like she had breakfast every day she had a stocked fridge like it Jeez. was great it <laughs> was great
1: yeah and then hotels would be my personally my least favorite just because it's expensive and like depending like in Europe I don't like the hotels in Europe at all they're like the worst thing ever. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't stay in any hotels. Yeah. and the states, I mean hotels can be nice but they can also just be ridiculously expensive and like if I'm going to spend that much money I'd rather just like have a nice Airbnb and like stay in like a villa.
0: Yeah, I think I stayed actually stayed in an apartment hotel which was a kind of a mix between a hostel and a hotel but it was it was it was big Basically, a hotel that just had a kitchen. Like the room had a kitchen, Uh-oh. and like we all paid. It was three of us we traveled together, and like split between all of us, we each paid seventy euros a night. And it was nice because okay. we had access to the pool. It was like really close to the water, and like it was like very clean, and like had enough beds and everything. So that was nice.
1: Yeah, that sounds so. Yeah, those are like all the different ways that you can find accommodation. I mean, there's oh, also you can other stay things. in a train
0: station, like Janelle. Yeah.
1: Did, where <laughs> oh, you can sleep. Oh, sleeping
0: on. Like overnight planes, trains. Oh, if yeah. You pay money in between cities. So, if you know you yeah. want to do like a multi city thing, like book an overnight bus or like an overnight train so that you don't have to pay for a hotel that the night in between like traveling to those cities.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then also, like, this isn't the safest thing to do, but I do know people that have done it. There's like some type of website, like stayonmycouch.com or like something like that. It might, that might not be like the actual uh, name. of Couch it.
0: surfing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you basically pay some type of deposit and like you just like say like you're gonna stay in whatever city and like somebody will like let you like literally sleep on their couch and like it's just a local so it like helps you helps you like immerse yourself in like the city I guess and then you're just like there in their home just like on their couch for a night or whatever yeah
0: that's not for me yeah. i enough <laughs> shows about like serial killers and all that like yeah. yeah um also oh for transportation we didn't mention like did you you ever use a blah blah car? Mm. It was kind of like it's Uber, but for long distance. So you can like like you can like somebody will pick you up. It's basically like Uber Pool for long distances. So if like it's an app, and then like somebody will be like, I drive between Madrid and Valencia, and then so once they enough like four people or three people fill their car, like there's they say like I'm leaving at this time, like because you all want to leave this day, and like all they right. literally just drive you like just like Uber. That's cool. But it's like cheaper because like you know everyone in the yeah, car is going like awesome. a. Long
1: distance. Yeah. Oh, another thing is like, if you're not leaving the country, like, consider doing like a road trip. Like, those can be really fun, especially if you have like family or friends with you that like enjoy driving and like keep you awake.
0: Did you ever um, do that road trip across like the US? No,
1: I never did that. <laughs> what happened? Basically, like, planning with a group can just be difficult. So it just wasn't worth <laughs> the stress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> flaky, but, flaky. <laughs> but if you can like have like a reliable group and like Just travel like and do something like pretty cool. Like, I suggest doing a road trip. Those can be fun. Like, I used to love like family road trips as a kid, especially to the beach. Yeah. So consider that. All right.
0: So, itinerary building. So, now that you have like your accommodations, your transportation, how do you decide what you're going to do there? So, basically, it's three types of things you have to think about one is researching, two is actually booking what you want to do. And then also, like, that's basically not three, two two things, like researching and booking it, basically. (laughs) So let's get into research. So the best way to research where you're going. So let's use Orlando, Florida as an example. So if I wanted to research what to do in Orlando, Florida, me personally, I would first like ask any friends I have been to Orlando, be like, hey, I'm going here. I saw you went there. What did you guys do? What did you like? What didn't you like? And what do you wish you did? And then I would go on Pinterest and Instagram and I would literally like search things to do in Orlando on Instagram, I'll look up hashtags like Orlando or like go to the travel board account and just see like what's going on. And then you can also go on like Eventbrite and see like what types of events are going on during the time that you're going to be there. Also search free things to do in that city. So you can just go on Google and search free things to do if you're trying to stay within a certain budget. Usually it's things like, you know, festivals, celebrations and things like that. But also make sure there's no like holidays where the city would be like shut down or things would be closed. This is really important when traveling to like different countries because they might have different holidays or religious like observances that you don't know about. So you just want to make sure you're traveling during the right time. And then also just make sure you have like days to rest or like catch up on your sleep. Like for example, if you're taking a long haul flight, like I wouldn't try like a schedule, a, you know, an activity as soon as you get off the plane because there's delays. You're probably going to be really tired and just want to check into your hotel and you might end up sleeping the whole day, which is what I did when I got to Spain, like from my city abroad as soon as I got off light, I slept all morning until like dinner time because I was just so tired.
1: Yeah, no, I get that. Also just like searching things on Google. Sometimes when you like type in like things to do in Orlando or whatever city it is, something will pop up. Like a bunch of like things will pop up and like also there will be like a day trip like planner that you can like click on and Mm -hmm. it'll pull up like several things that you could do like um that you could do like for a day trip or maybe like a three day trip depending how long you want to be there and like it's really cool because it like actually like outlines like how many how much time you should spend at one place and then how far like that place is from like the next place that you should go to like by foot or by car. It's like really detailed and like I really like that when I'm going to like a new city kind of like by myself and I really don't to do. mm-hmm.
0: cool. So do you want to talk about like now that you figured out what you want to do like how what's the best way to go about booking don't think but but <laughs> what's the way about, what's booking the best way to go about booking the tours and how like like what types of ways can you like finesse or save money?
1: Yeah. So if you're doing, if you're trying to do free things, like we said, go on, like, just look up like free things to do on Google and just kind of like walk around or take a bus or Uber to like the places you want to see. But then you can also go on like Airbnb. And like, besides looking at the homes, you can look at experiences. And they always have like a million things to do in like every major city that you can like try and attempt. And like, it's a pretty easy way to book. All you do is like click it as if you're running out like a home, except you're just doing it for an activity activity. And then you can also find activities through your hotel. If you're staying at a hotel, this is probably like the more, the most pricey option. I don't know if I would actually do that. Instead, there's like other things called like, there's one thing called like Viator or Viator. Is it Viator? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Viator where like, instead of doing things like through the hotel, it kind of offers the same stuff, but combines it into like one larger package and does it for a cheaper price. Price.
0: yeah it's an app so if you download it you could just type in the city that you're in and then it's kind of like airbnb experiences basically but usually it's like professional companies that post like it's basically groupon for just tours so you can search by the day of the week and then there's a bunch of different options and it's a really cool app I used it in Mexico to do an excursion and we got to go zip lining we got to go cave swimming we went to a private beach it included lunch it had a bunch of of different stuff and it was like $120, but the hotel was literally like $100 just to do like the zip lining. So we saved yeah. a lot of money and it included transportation to the place. So it was good. And like there's reviews so you can make sure that it's something you want to do when it's safe. So I think it's great.
1: Yeah. And then there's also things like, oh, you can always like look at things on like TripAdvisor. Like that's a good website too, to find like different types of experiences and tours. And then every major city also has like some type of high hop-on hop-off bus tour there's like different companies like starline big bus and i think there's another one but like basically it's a bus that goes around the city and you can just hop on and hop off as you please and then like the bus also has like a pre-recorded like tour guide speaking through like the radio basically telling you like what like historical landmarks or like major things are in the city as well and like those are usually pretty cool and like not that expensive and like i've done one before and like i found out it's cheaper to just like buy it like off somebody on the street that's like at a stand or whatever because mm-hmm. they'll be like if you buy it from me i'll give it to you like ten dollars off yeah and like buying it online and spending like the full price for it yeah so if you do that yeah <laughs> so if you do that try and buy them off of like whoever's selling it off the street also just going on like groupon i already said TripAdvisor, but those things usually have like the discounted like like tour rates or group rates for like different things that you could do
0: yeah and even like looking on groupon if you if you don't feel like planning every individual aspect of your trip. Groupon has like Groupon experience. What is it called? Groupon getaways. Um, yeah, that's it. And then you can it includes like your flight and your accommodations and sometimes even like tours. And like say you're just like, I ain't planning all of this individual stuff. Go through Groupon and book one of their, you know, one of their trips and you can book it in a group and all that stuff. So it's cool.
1: Yeah. And they're usually pretty cheap. Like I almost purchased one, like actually several of them this summer, but I had to stop <laughs> myself. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. And then what else is there oh like getting city passes those are also like, like pretty much in every major city i feel like you were talking about one before joy
0: yeah in amsterdam they have amsterdam has a ton of different options there's like i am amsterdam pass there's the amsterdam pass and you basically buy it for however many days you want and you get free entry to like all the attractions that are part of that pass so you might end up paying like a hundred dollars for the pass but like if you did everything on it you end up saving a lot of
1: money. yeah and then after going like through all of those types of things if like maybe you don't really want to do like a tour there's still like other stuff that you could probably find just like looking on Google or like even just asking locals or people around in the area or friends or whatever like there's plenty of other things to do if you don't want to do like an actual tour
0: Mm -hmm. cool so the last part of our episode we're going to talk about just like how you can save more money with budgeting for like food shopping and then like getting around while you're there and we're going to end it off with like things that could go wrong during your trip and just like how to stay calm. So for budgeting, for food, if you stay in a place that has a kitchen, like an Airbnb or hostel or somewhere that you can cook, I always recommend like going to the local grocery store and maybe picking up breakfast for the day because you know, you're going to be out for the day. So you might not have time to to come back and cook like lunch or dinner, but like making sure you have snacks for in your bag so you don't have to keep stopping and buying different things like that. For example, in Spain, like you can just run in the grocery store and get like a big, huge like water water bottle for like 10 cent or something ridiculous like so make sure you like check out where the locals are getting their stuff and like you know you can save a lot of money by like just going into the grocery store and grabbing like some croissants or something rather than sitting down for like breakfast at a restaurant also like street food be cautious with street food if you have like a weak stomach or it's in like an area where there's like advisories about food but street food or like kind of like food festivals or anything like that where you can get food for a discount definitely check that out. And also just restaurants. Like, do you have to eat at a high end restaurant every day or can you go to like Chipotle equivalent? You know, like what are you trying to save money on? Obviously, you don't want to be like the American who eats McDonald's every day um, in the yeah. foreign country. But like if you're going to be there for a long extended period of time, like maybe see like for lunch, I'm OK with eating at like a less fancy restaurant or lesser expensive restaurant and stuff like that. But, yeah. Do you have anything
1: else for food? Yeah, I would say I'm the definitely the type of person that would rather spend like all of my money on activities rather than food so i definitely like tend to cook a lot like when i'm out on trips and stuff like that um like in the airbnbs if you really do love food like try and like set like when you're like making your itinerary try and set like specific like meals or like days that you'd actually want to go out and like look for like specific restaurants that maybe you want to go to and then just kind of like plan around that based off like what you really want to eat i do like want like i do try to like go out at least like a couple times and enjoy like the food like of like the local food of wherever i'm going but other than that like i'd rather save the money and just like actually do some type of activity
0: yeah true that also like shopping so depending on where you go like you might be like I'm definitely doing shopping here you might be like I can pass on shopping like Mm -hmm. for Spain like they have like Zara is had originated in Spain so they have a lot of great stores great shopping designer discount whatever you want they have it so like your sis was out here buying clothes I wasn't really concerned about the little souvenir shops but maybe somewhere that isn't as obsessed with like shopping, that type of thing. They're going to have more like souvenir type things. And, mm. you know, with souvenirs, always like barter with the people. Like they're going to tell you it's $30, but really you could get it for 20 or 15 Like make yeah. sure you barter, especially if you're at like a street, street markets or flea markets or whatever, make sure because they will hike up the price like up like four times for tourists who just don't barter. So make sure you do yeah. that. Like especially in Morocco. Oh my gosh. Like my friend, they told her a bristle was $40 and she got
1: it for like eight bucks so like
0: (laughs) make sure you like literally like know that they're playing a game and
1: like no yeah that's another (laughs) thing yeah another thing like to look up like when you're trying to find a place to go like look up like whether or not people like bargain a lot or like barter a lot when they're going places because certain countries like you only kind of like barter with certain things but like when I was in Thailand like you can literally barter for like everything that you want to purchase like whether it's a cab you can literally like that like the driver will like tell you like it costs this much and you can bargain with them and like get it down to like half that price Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like sometimes it's like just with souvenirs but like in certain countries like you can literally bargain everything that you're trying to pay for so like try not to get ripped off
0: yeah (laughs) and like make sure you just look at all your options like so speaking of like you bargaining for like taxis or whatever like you know if you're trying to get somewhere look at uber look at public transportation look at like can you get a metro card if you're like traveling somewhere you can drive like maybe get a rental car for the week if you have like any type of corporate discounts like sometimes your job be coming out here with like the discounts so see what's the best option for you for getting around that city maybe walking you know walking is it if everything you're going to is like under like a 30 minute walk
1: yeah okay and then uh, what else oh looking at oh so we pretty much did everything with budgeting but now we want to talk about like what can like go wrong with with, like any type of traveling and stuff (laughs) will go wrong yeah, yeah. I promise you stuff will go wrong at one point. <laughs>
0: yeah, and by that we mean like can miss your flight, bus, you can get sick. You can get robbed. Like, Oh, true <laughs> but, that. Yeah, yeah. Keep, be very safe, especially if you're like new to travel and like you think, oh, nothing will go wrong. Like make sure you always keep your purse near you. Don't just sit down your phone on the table, especially in like Europe and Paris. Like I I know people who got their like phones stolen off the dinner table. Like yeah. you think you're like in in, like a closed restaurant but like people in there will come in like homeless people sometimes walk in or beggars walk into like restaurants and like they'll steal things while they're like trying to distract you and like ask for money so like yeah. be cautious especially I know several
1: people it. that got like their passport stolen while abroad oh my gosh like, yeah it's not fun and um, then have you ever missed like a flight or like a bus or a train or anything yeah I missed a bus like coming from Amsterdam or Belgium cities and that was like very tragic because we just like booked the wrong time for that bus and Mm -hmm. we didn't realize it until we got there and we just had to like book a whole new bus like on the spot and paid like way more money than we needed to (laughs) Which, which was depressing but you know things like go wrong and so you just have to like kind of take that like make sure like when you're planning your trip have like that money set aside for things that would go wrong yeah
0: <laughs> I remember definitely- me and my like roommate we missed our we missed a bus and a train like we got to the bus like we were literally looking at the bus pull out and like leave us and we we're like dang That's, and then we yeah. also missed the train because we we booked it way too early in the morning so we were tired and then got lost and by the time we got there we missed it and we had to pay for a whole nother train ticket and trains are way more expensive than buses I think it was probably like 80 euros we had to pay and it was just like oh I did not feel like paying for it again yeah and it was like early and we're just like so annoyed like oh my gosh but it happens like it happens to everyone like don't get mad at someone if they're like you weren't the reason it went wrong and like somebody else like made a mistake like it could have been you who made that mistake so yeah
1: that's terrible that um (laughs) you could literally see it like pulling off as you got there (laughs) It was tragic. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I would rather, like, have slept in and been, like, three hours late than, like, three seconds late and watch that bus, like, walk or drive away. Oh,
0: my gosh, it was so horrible. And we had friends who were on the bus driving away. Like, they didn't do a good job at convincing the bus driver to wait for
1: us. Oh, no, that's, yeah, I would have been very upset. That's (laughs) too stressful. Cool. So that's, is that everything? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Wow. I guess a way to avoid all of this is just to book some type of trip for yourself, but that's less fun. So try planning a trip. Plan a trip
0: for yourself. It doesn't have to be like anything extravagant, but I hope these tips really help save some coin and like see what your options are. Like you don't always have to book things through like the hotel or like the most expensive thing. So let us know like what types of trips you're planning. Like you can follow us on social at Melanin and Miles and let us know, but make sure you are subscribed and all of that jazz. Yeah. Thanks for listening. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you are subscribed to receive new episodes every Tuesday and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. We also love to talk to you guys on social media. Share a screenshot of this episode to your Instagram stories tagging at Melanin and Miles to start chatting with us.